Hello, everybody. My name is Miles Page, and I'll be your lawyer for this case. Nice to meet you, Miles. You must be, hmm, Mr. Redner, correct? Yep. Please, call me Crispy. Mr. Crispy it is. And you, uh, must be, uh, Mr. Atlas? Yes. Is this the first time you've seen a super mutant? No, um, <clears throat> no, um, I saw a fair few while I was still in the NCR, uh, though this is the closest I've ever been. Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Impressive recovery. NCR? You came here all the way from California? That's correct, Mr., um, Sterling. I disagreed with the state of their politics, <clears throat> corruption, and uh, I decided to go east with some extended family. Traveling that far through the wastelands is no small feat. I'm impressed. Mr. Um, Windsor, I presume? Correct. And that leaves... Miss Hade. Yeah, that's me. Pleasure to meet you all. We should begin building your case. I, uh, presume you'll all want to plead not guilty? Would that be wise? Well, honestly, there isn't really a lot of precedent for most of your alleged crimes in Little Drink. Unfortunately, that means we can't really determine the severity of your sentence. A plea of not guilty will allow me to argue your case. If the jury finds you guilty, it'll be up to the judge to determine the severity of your sentence. With no precedent, it's hard to say what the judge will decide as a fair punishment. Hear that, guys? We're trailblazers. I suggest you avoid joking around on the stand. The judge and jury may see that as disrespect for the law. Ghoul, if your nonsense costs us the case, they won't have to execute you. I'll behead you myself. I'd also suggest not using threats of violence. Before we start building your defense, we should clear the air between us. Did you commit the crimes you've been accused of? Yes, we did. Okay, that's a start. Now, in order to build your defense, I'll need to know more about you. If any of you have a reputation that may help or harm you, you should uh, let me know. Makes sense. I was once part of an army of super mutants that carved a path of destruction from the mountains of Montana to Illinois. I defected shortly before arriving in Illinois. I see. <clears throat> uh, good to know. That may make things a little... difficult. We'll need to come up with a strategy if that information comes up. Before that, anyone else? I'm a major in the Darren Dashwood Mercenary Company. We started on the East Coast and have founded several settlements from Virginia to Illinois. The Dashwoods uphold the values of honor, community, loyalty, and compassion by attempting to build healthy communities across the wasteland. Okay, I can uh, do some good work with that. Anything else I should know? I'm the daughter of the reader overboss, Bloody Shannon. That poses a challenge. Who else knows? The sheriff and, hell, probably all the guards by now. Hmm, 
Yeah, they'll definitely use that in the case against you. We'll need to come up with a counter for it. Wait, you're still going to defend our case? Of course, that's my job. Besides, I get paid the same whether or not you win the case. Regardless, I've been practicing law for more than 20 years now, and I don't take it lightly. You could have murdered the mayor and been caught red-handed eating his corpse. Defending my clients in court is my job, and I'm quite good at it. Ah, criminal justice lawyers. You're a living catch-22, Mr. Page. Yes, I certainly am. Are you going to have enough time to build a solid defense? Admittedly, I would like more time. However, with six days, I have no doubt that I can build a strong defense. Definitely not airtight, but strong. I guess that's the best we can hope for. Don't worry. Like I said, I've been practicing law almost half my life. Nothing will stop me from doing everything within the extent of the law to get you a fair trial. Though I certainly have my hands full with this one. Today's the day. Anybody else nervous? God, yes. My stomach is in knots right now. Uh, somewhat. This is my first time on the wrong side of a courtroom. Nervous isn't the word I use. I've never been involved in an actual court case. I feel sick with anxiety. This is exciting. That's completely natural. Don't worry too much, though. Just keep a level head, remember what we went over, and this case should be easy. Ah, oh, shit. Well, that's not exactly reassuring. What's wrong? They brought Paige Miles, one of the two prosecutors from the sheriff's department. What's so bad about her? Eh, we've got a bit of a rivalry going on. Is it because your names are mirrored? No, that's a different issue, and I'd thank you to not bring it up again. In truth, she and I arrived in Little Drink around the same time and applied for the same position at the sheriff's department. She got it, I didn't. I was okay with that until she proved herself to be a sore winner. How so? After she got the position, she sent me a bouquet of flowers. But that sounds like a nice gesture. The card she sent with it said, Thanks for making yourself look so bad, you made me look amazing by comparison. To make matters worse, she sent me a bouquet of thistles. Ah, I see. After that, I applied at the courthouse to serve as a public defender. Since I started, she and I have butted heads on almost everything we get involved in. Are you confident in your ability to defeat her argument? Defeat? Ha! No! But our defense is strong enough that it won't buckle under whatever pressure she puts on it. Is that supposed to reassure us? Hey guys, look over there. All rise for the Honorable Judge Carlson. All right, let's get started, shall we? For the sake of expediency, I hereby call to order the cases of the Sheriff's Department of Little Drink versus Jonathan Windsor, David Sterling, Crispin Redner, Atlas GMC, and CO Sob, um... It's Shoban. My apologies. Shoban Hade. Seeing as the Sheriff's Department has brought these charges forward, Miss Miles, which defendant will you call to the stand? Your Honor, we would like to call Mr. Windsor to the stand. 
Mm-hmm. Mr. Windsor, please approach the bench. Go ahead, son. Just like I told you. Mr. Windsor? Place your hand over your heart. Okay. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth during your testimony? I do. Please take a seat. Getting some uncanny valley with the way this thing is going. It's almost like what I've seen before the war, but... Off. There isn't exactly a central agency to moderate and set a standard anymore. We make do with what we have. Mr. Windsor, you are being charged with conspiracy, aiding and abetting a jailbreak, and interfering with a police investigation. How do you plead? Not guilty, Your Honor. Noted. Miss Miles, you may approach. Thank you, Your Honor. Mr. Windsor, why exactly have these charges been brought against you? Could you tell the jury? Well, the mayor was murdered the day after we arrived. The sheriff singled out our group as suspects immediately. And by our group, do you mean your five other co-defendants? I do. The sheriff arrested us outside the mayor's office after announcing his death. She interrogated me right after our friend Bucket. Hmm. I'm sorry, are you referring to the robot kept in evidence? Yes. He'd activated while being brought in. After my interrogation, the sheriff confirmed my alibi and had me released. About your alibi, where were you at the time of the murder- Objection! Your Honor, the sheriff dropped my clients as suspects in the case of the mayor's murder. Overruled. Miss Miles, what is the relevancy of your question? It's relevant to my next question, Your Honor, to determine Mr. Windsor's motivations. All right, proceed. Mr. Windsor? Right. Uh, I was in the room we rented at Curly's Hotel from the moment we checked in to about 10 a.m. yesterday. We were arrested shortly after. Mm-hmm. Curly and his son's statements corroborate this. The sheriff dropped you from suspicion rather quickly. From what I am to understand, you were in the department's holding room after being cleared. Correct? Yes, that's correct. I was waiting for my friends to be released. So you were cleared of all charges. You were a free man, yet you allegedly committed the crimes you've been charged with? Yes. That's correct. Order, order. Why? What was your motivation? I was concerned for the safety of my friends. Uh-huh. Why? I was under the impression that she would have my friends executed. What made you come to that conclusion? Shoban, uh, Ms. Hayde, told me that the sheriff outright said that she would have Ms. Hayde hanged. And... Why would the sheriff want to have Miss Hayde executed? Objection. Your Honor, we're currently addressing Mr. Windsor's charges, not Miss Hayde's. Sustained. Stay on track, Miss Miles. <sighs> of course. Mr. Windsor, you were arrested for the second time that day in this very courthouse, correct? That's right. How did you get there? I was let in by Tammy. And who was arrested with you? Crispy and Shoban. And how do you recall them getting there? I met them outside the jail. After they had broken out, allegedly. Y yes I have no more questions, Your Honor. All right. Mr. Page? Thank you. <clears throat> Mr. Windsor, why were you and your friends in the courthouse? We had been let in by the guards. 
We had convinced them that we were hired to help with the investigation after being cleared of suspicion. I see. And what did you do while at the courthouse? I managed to access the mayor's computer and execute the program on it to open the secret door behind the mayor's desk. And what was in said secret room? The tools used to murder the mayor. Order. There was a table, a bucket, and some rags. They were used to waterboard the mayor to death. Thank you, Mr. Windsor. Your Honor, I have no more questions. Mr. Windsor, you're dismissed. Next witness. Your Honor, I call to the stand Sheriff Rita Myers. Sheriff Myers, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth during your testimony? I do. Please take a seat. Sheriff Myers, can you tell me if Mr. Windsor's words regarding the discovery of the murder weapons at the crime is true? Yes. After some investigation, the items in question were determined to have been used to kill the mayor. They were found in a room hidden behind a sliding bookcase behind the mayor's desk. I see. Now, where were you while the defendants were accessing the bookcase? Objection. What's the relevance? Sustained. Focus, Mr. Page. Uh, Of course. Besides, we already know where you were. You were interrogating one of the other suspects. Now, a better question may be, was the evidence Mr. Windsor uncovered admitted to the case of the mayor's murder? It... it was. And why was that, Miss Myers? While the method of discovery was, admittedly, achieved through dubious means, it was relevant to the case and was taken into consideration when determining our course of action while pursuing the perpetrator. So, you used evidence acquired by a third party, effectively a criminal party at that, in your criminal investigation. What would compel you to do something so unscrupulous? While Mr. Windsor may have uncovered the evidence by accessing the mayor's computer, our own team of technical specialists would have been able to uncover the evidence without Mr. Windsor's help. So, because the evidence uncovered was applicable to the case at hand, despite the allegedly criminal involvement, you decided to keep the evidence on file. Am I correct? Yes, that is correct. Would you say that Mr. Windsor and his friend's involvement helped your case? I absolutely would not. Why not? Objection! Relevance! Overruled. Please answer the question, Sheriff Myers. Because were it not for the involvement of him or the other crim... defendants, I would have been able to conclude my interrogations and focus on the crime scene without having to have other guards searching for escaped criminals. I can see how that would be difficult. The defense rests, Your Honor. Miss Miles? Sheriff Myers, would you say that Mr. Windsor and his co-defendants interfered with the case? I would. And how would you say that affected your investigation? Where do I start? Well, for one, in the middle of a murder investigation, the defendants were suspicious from the beginning. Hmm. How so? According to guard Johansson, the defendants claimed to be slaves who had escaped from Bloody Shannon's vault. Uh Aha. 
the vault full of raiders to our west. Yes. And why exactly is that suspicious? I mean, I'm sure we can both agree that slaves escaping captivity is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. I don't wish slavery upon anyone. We've gotten escaped slaves passing through Little Drink in the past, though they have all had explosive collars on. These six, however, did not. And why is that suspicious? It isn't easy getting those collars off. More often than not, when you mess with them, they explode and kill the person wearing them. Hell, even most raiders and slavers don't bother keeping away to remove the collars with them. My first assumption was that these six were raiders trying to pass themselves off as innocents. I suppose that is understandable. You are, after all, the sheriff of Little Drink. Our defense is your job. When a group of suspicious individuals happens to arrive in town, a day before the murder of the mayor, no less, I think it's understandable you would be suspicious. Regardless, Mr. Windsor claimed that you wish to have Miss Hayde executed. Is that true? Yes, that's true. Uh-huh. Why? Objection! We're currently dealing with Mr. Windsor's charges, not Miss Hades. Sustained, Miss Miles. <laughs> the prosecution rests. Well then, Sheriff Myers, you may leave the stand. We'll take a moment to adjust. Prepare your next witnesses. What? Ties to Bloody Shannon's Raider Clan? What the hell? Why did she screw around that? Hmm. Miss Miles is planning something. I know it. Nonetheless, keep on track, everyone. Major Sterling, you're up next. You remember what we discussed? I do. Keep it simple. Keep it clear. Tell the truth, but don't give too much away. Good. Just a few more moments, and I'm ready. Mr. Page, Miss Miles, are you and your witnesses prepared? Yes, yes your, your honor. honor. Good. Miss Miles? The prosecution calls Major David Sterling to the stand. Major, please approach the bench. David Sterling, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth during your testimony? I do. Please be seated. Major Sterling, you are being charged with interfering with a murder investigation, public intoxication, and public urination. How do you plead? Not guilty, Your Honor. Noted. Ms. Miles, you may approach. Major Sterling. Huh. Major. That's a military rank, correct? Yes. Yes, it is. What group do you belong to that granted you your rank? The Darren Dashwood Mercenary Company. I earned my rank through 12 years of service. Hmm. Interesting. Do these Dashwood mercenaries have a code of conduct? Yes, we do. Do you know the code of conduct? In training, we're made to memorize it, so yes, I do. Does that code mention breaking the law? It... it does. Would you say you broke this code with your alleged actions? According to the Darren Dashwood Code of Conduct, I did break the code. Is there a punishment for breaking the code? Yes, there is. 
For your alleged crimes, what is the punishment? For public intoxication, the punishment is a day of unpaid physical labor. For urination outside of latrine during a non-emergency, it's a verbal warning, 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups, and 2.5 miles of running. And for interfering with a murder investigation? That isn't in there specifically. Is there an equivalent? Interfering with a non-Dashwood-sponsored settlement's legal system, the settlement in question has final say over the punishment. However, if the punishment is death and the perpetrator has not committed one of the high crimes as designated by the Dashwood Code of Conduct, the Dashwoods would handle the punishment and the settlement will be reimbursed for any inconvenience caused by the perpetrator. Huh. High crimes? What are these high crimes? Major? Murder. Sex crimes including rape and molestation. Indiscriminate destruction resulting in the death of non-combatants. And treason. So, by your own admission, this mercenary company would have you punished for the public intox and urination while leaving Little Drink to determine the punishment for interfering with an investigation? That's correct. Do you recognize the authority of Little Drink's legal system? I do. And these Dashwoods would do the same? Uh, Yes. Yes, they would. Hmm. Interesting. No objections, Mr. Page? No. I've already been over this with my client. As I'd hoped you would. Now, Major Sterling, tell me, why are these charges being brought against you? (sighs) On the day I was arrested, I was still drunk from the night before. I don't remember what I did, but I had gotten myself thrown out of Roy's bar and into the alley behind it. I still remember waking up in the morning, still drunk and disoriented. I needed to relieve myself, so without much thought, I I did so in the alley behind the bar, and, and that's when I was arrested. So you admit to the charges of public intox and public urination. So, tell me, why are you being charged with interfering with a murder investigation? After I was arrested, I was put into a holding cell while my co-defendants were being interrogated by the sheriff. I was still delirious from the alcohol when they managed to leave their cell. Huh. I see. Now, according to the report, after the guards found your co-defendants missing, you claimed to have killed the mayor? Why was that? Objection. Relevance. Overruled. I... I tried to distract the sheriff. Uh Uh-huh. Why? I thought I was helping my friends. So, you... Broke the law because it could help your friends? That seems unwise. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. 
as we have already established, your code of conduct would condemn your actions, regardless of the reasoning behind it. Yet, by your own admission, you did it anyway. That's... Yes, you're correct. (laughs) I have no more questions, Your Honor. Mr. Page? Yes. Now, Major Sterling, you said you thought you were helping your friends despite your code of conduct. Why would you knowingly break the law and your code of conduct to help your friends allegedly commit a crime? They saved my life. I'd been kept as a slave in Bloody Shannon's vault for months. It was hell. But but they got me out of there. They risked their lives to help me escape. I don't know if I'll be able to pay them back for that. So your interference was... An attempt to help my friends clear our names. So... We've established your motivation. Now, let's put the shoe on the other foot. Would the sheriff's conduct, a.k.a. arresting civilians on suspicion of committing a crime with no evidence of their involvement, would that be viewed favorably by the Dashwoods? Objection! Sheriff Myers is not on trial, Your Honor. Sustained. Stay on track, Mr. Page. My apologies. Allow me to rephrase the question. Do the Dashwoods investigate crimes, Major? They do. We have a judicial department. However, they only investigate crimes in Dashwood-sponsored settlements or settlements that consent to an investigation. And is arresting civilians without probable cause a common occurrence? I'm not part of the judicial department. That being said, to my knowledge, no arrests are made before evidence has been collected. And why, to your knowledge, did your co-defendants leave their cells? I wasn't privy to the details until after the fact, but from what I was told, my co-defendants didn't believe that the sheriff would give them a fair shake. Why did they believe that? Due to the sheriff's treatment of Atlas and Shoban. She seemed pretty suspicious of them before any crime was committed and seemed like she was just looking for an excuse to arrest them. I see. I have no more questions, Your Honor. Major, you may leave the stand. Thank you. Mr. Page, your next witness. The defense calls Sheriff Myers to the stand. Sheriff Myers, why did you arrest my clients? The super... uh, Mr. GMC was the last person to speak with the mayor before the mayor's body was found. They were alone together in his office. Additionally, the defendants had arrived in town the day before. Is that the proper procedure? Bringing in any persons of interest is part of our procedure, yes. Bringing them in for questioning? Correct. But not arresting them? It... I brought them in for questioning. According to our records, my clients were officially arrested, not brought in for questioning. Arrested! Objection! The murder charges brought against the defendants were officially dropped. That has no bearing on the current charges. Overruled. I'll ask you. Did you arrest my clients? I... Uh, yes, yes I did. 
They were people of interest. And yet, you chose to ignore procedure and arrest them with little to no evidence. Objection! Overruled. Order in the court. I have no more questions, Your Honor. Ms. Miles, your witness. Sheriff Myers, why did you arrest the defendants? I... <clears throat> I arrested them because one of them was the last person to speak to the mayor while he was alive. I acted out of turn. I believe that one of them may have had something to do with it and didn't want to risk letting the murderer escape. So, you would say that you acted in what you believe to be the town's best interest? Yes. I see. I don't have any more questions. You may leave the stand, Sheriff. We'll move on to our next defendant, Mr. Redner. Take a moment to get your notes in order. Good work up there, Major. Thanks. I'm just glad I don't have to go back up there. <laughs> I enjoyed watching the Sheriff squirm up there. I think I may like you, Mr. Page. Well, let's just see how the rest of this case goes before you start patting me on the back. Mr. Redner, you'll be up. Any questions? Nope. I've got this. Ms. Miles, you're up. The prosecution calls Crispin Redner to the stand. Mr. Redner? Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth during your testimony? Yep. Take a seat. Mr. Redner, you are being charged with conspiracy to escape jail, escaping jail, and interfering with the murder investigation. How do you plead? Not guilty. Noted. And I'll tell you why. Ghoul! Don't go off script! Yeah, I committed those crimes, and I'd do it again, too. <gasps> Order. Order in the court. Oh, Crispy, what are you doing? Is he high? What the fuck is he doing? Mr. Redner, I implore you, for your sake and the sake of your co-defendants, do not make a scene in my court. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I'm very passionate about this case. I'll try and hold myself back. Ugh. That would be wise, Mr. Redner. Miss Miles, your witness. Uh, y yes Your Honor. <laughs> him. Mr. Redner, why would you commit these crimes again? Without our interference, it would have been far too easy for the actual murderer to make their escape. Let's not forget that the sheriff herself, the one who initiated our arrest, dropped us as suspects in the mayor's murder. On top of that, Miss Hayde and Mr. Windsor were able to assist in the discovery of evidence that helped clear our names. Evidence that could have been found sooner if the sheriff hadn't arrested us and distracted herself and the rest of the guards with interrogating us. Mr. Redner. And to top it all off, due to our breakout, the rest of the guard was made more alert, meaning they were able to spot the actual murderer when he inevitably made his escape. That's enough, Mr. Redner. <sighs> Ms. Miles? <laughs> he really just... Uh... I have no more questions, Your Honor. Your Honor, motion to have my client's last statement stricken from the record. Denied. 
Let it be noted that the majority of Mr. Redner's statements were unprompted and made of his own volition. Mr. Page, your witness. Right. <sighs> Mr. Redner, why do you think so poorly of the town guard? It's not so much the town guard. It's mostly the sheriff. And why is that? From the moment we met her, she's been threatening to throw us out or have us arrested. Even in front of the mayor. Speaking of which, Mayor Phil seemed like a pretty good guy. Mr. Redner, please stay on track. Sorry. <clears throat> anyway, after we bought some supplies from Kurt's general store... Hey, that's me. We were walking back to Curly's hotel. Who was with you at this point? It was just Shoban and I. We'd lost track of Dave and I'd sent Sterling off with some caps so we could get something to eat and not spend all of our caps on travel rations. Anyway, while we were walking back to the hotel, I lost my grip on our bags and dropped them. The sheriff just so happened to pop out of nowhere and threatened to charge us with littering before accusing us of being Raider spies. If Atlas hadn't shown up and told the sheriff that the mayor had formally welcomed us to Little Drink so long as we followed the laws, which we were, I imagine that the sheriff would have arrested us for some sort of trumped-up charge. I see. Mr. Redner, before you were arrested, did you feel safe in Little Drink? No, I didn't. Why not? How could I feel safe with an overbearing, paranoid sheriff harassing us at every turn? I understand. Your Honor- And you know what? This is nothing new. Police have been harassing people for literal centuries. Before it was ghouls, it was people of color. Hell, when the new Red Scare, we had concentration camps for Chinese Americans before the war. Police could shoot a man dead, claim he had a weapon and nobody on the force would question it, and anybody who did was seen as un-American or a communist sympathizer. These days, you don't even need an explanation. I've been shot at just for being seen by town guards and caravans. Mr. Redner. Even after 200 years, it's still the same shit, different toilet. Mr. Redner, that is enough. You may leave the stand. Another outburst like that, and I'll have you held in contempt of court. Understand? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh, um, your Honor, uh, the defense calls Sheriff Myers to the stand. What a windbag. I beg your pardon, Sheriff Myers? Nothing, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. Mr. Page, your witness. Sheriff, is Mr. Redner's statement regarding your encounter with him and Miss Hade true? It... it is. And what would cause you to treat my clients in such a manner? As I've stated before, their story was suspicious. They had stated that they had only recently escaped... Yet, they happen to have a large number of caps enough for them to resupply completely. Perhaps my client simply scavenged and scrounged some caps together on their journey to Little Drink. <sighs> when was the last time you went scavenging, Mr. Page? Caps don't exactly explode out of people's pockets. Are you sure about that? Crispy, stop. Mr. Redner, I warned you. You are hereby hailed in contempt of court. You'll be spending another night in jail regardless of this trial's results. Worth it. Cool! Enough! Mr. Redner. I'm done, I'm done. You better be, Crispy. Maybe if you didn't act like a delinquent, you wouldn't be treated like one. Myers, you may be the sheriff of Little Drink, but I will not hesitate to hold you in contempt of court as well. Oh, damn! Two days, Mr. Redner. Ah, beans. Shut, Shut up! up! One more outburst, and I'll have you removed from the courtroom, Mr. Redner. Good. <clears throat> Mr. Page, please continue. Thank you, Your Honor. Sheriff, was the amount of money in my client's possession the only reason you confronted them? No. 
the girl, Miss Hayde. Her appearance was in line with all the descriptions of raiders belonging to the Blood Drinker clan. Were those the only reasons? Y yes. Are you sure? Perhaps the fact that they travel with a super mutant had something to do with it? Objection! Leading the witness! Sustained, Mr. Miles. Yes, Your Honor, I understand. Now, I can't help but notice that the appearance of my clients was your primary source of suspicion. Anything to say about that? When you're a guard of Little Drink, you're given training on observing people, picking up on details such as displayed weapons, locations where weapons should be concealed, distinctive markings such as hair and tattoos, and more traits and features. This training goes back to Sheriff Carson, and I kept it in practice due to its effectiveness in identifying potential criminals. What is this practice called? Profiling. So, you're effectively judging someone's potential actions before they even have a chance to do anything. I suppose you could describe it like that. Interesting. Sheriff Myers, are you familiar with the definition of prejudice? Objection! Relevance! Overruled. Sheriff, please answer the question. <sighs> yes. Yes, I am. And could you explain to the court what prejudice is? Objection! Sustained. You've made your point, Mr. Page. I have no more questions, Your Honor. Miss Miles? The prosecution rests, Your Honor. All right. Sheriff Myers, you may leave the stand. We'll be taking a short recess. Let's convene in half an hour. Mr. Redner, what the hell was that? I thought we agreed to follow what we discussed before the trial. Yeah, sorry, I may have gone a little overboard there. You got yourself stuck in jail for two more days. I don't think overboard covers the bullshit you just pulled! I really hope that doesn't hurt us too badly. We can still salvage this. I don't want to put more pressure on you two, but Mr. Atlas, Miss Hayde, your testimonies are now more important. We need to save face. <sighs> Thanks a lot, dumbass. As if I didn't have enough shit on my plate. I'm sure you'll do fine. You've got this. Thanks. Atlas, you all right? You've been pretty quiet. Also, you're breathing pretty heavily. Are you okay? I am attempting to use breathing exercises to quell my growing fury towards the ghoul. If I lose focus, they won't need to have him hanged. I'll rip his head from his shoulders with my own two hands. <sighs> Breathing exercises? You did read that book I gave you back at Station Hill. Which book? I gave him a book on anger management shortly after he joined us. Good on you, Atlas. Yeah, very nice. That actually explains a lot. Mr. Atlas, please don't grip the table like that. You're damaging it. Do you still have that book? I think Shoban could use it too. Excuse me? 
Please take this seriously. Our lives may be on the line here. Our lives have been on the line since before we were captured by Cutler. Yes, but this is a civilized settlement. We're not dealing with raiders or super mutants right now. Crispy, you told me that, even though pre-war America was far from perfect, you wanted to see a return to civility. A settlement with a proper legal code seems like a step toward that, don't you think? Uh, yeah, you're right, kid. Guys, I'm sorry. Miles, I saw you try and call the sheriff out on our garbage, but I'm sick of seeing her dance around the truth. Cool. if I'm expected to control my rage, and the girl is expected to not constantly spout expletives, then you can control your idiocy. Get that shit under control, man! Understood. I'm not going to say anything above a whisper until we're done. Sound fair? Sounds reasonable to me. Oh, I just realized... Where's Dave? Mr. Dave's trial is after yours. Considering his charges are just misdemeanors, he'll be having a separate hearing. He's currently in a waiting room. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, by the way, is there any way we can get some food and water? Oh, of course. Right this way. I hereby reconvene the case of the Sheriff's Department of Little Drink versus Jonathan Windsor, Major David Sterling, Crispin Redner, Atlas GMC, and Shoban Hade. Who do we have next? Your Honor, the prosecution calls Mr. Atlas GMC to the stand. You're up, big guy. Remember what we talked about. No need to remind me. <sighs> I can handle myself with poise and rationality. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. GMC, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth during your testimony? I do. Take a seat, please. Mr. GMC, you are being charged with destruction of town property, conspiracy to escape jail, assault of a town guard, illegal detainment of a town guard, and interfering with a murder investigation. How do you plead? Not guilty, Your Honor. Noted. Ms. Miles, your witness. Mr. GMC. For simplicity's sake, please call me Atlas. Atlas? Huh. All right. Atlas, what can you tell me about the charges being brought against you? The charges being brought against me suggest that I incapacitated the guard known as Pat, broke the bars in the cell I was held in, and broke the handcuffs on two of my co-defendants in order to allow them to escape and interfere with the investigation of Mayor Phil's murder. Yes, I am aware. Why would you allegedly commit these crimes? We were being held as suspects in Phil's murder 
with little to no evidence to suggest we were involved. The system is rigged against us, and the sheriff abused her authority in order to attempt to pin this murder on myself and my co-defendants due to her prejudice. Her prejudice? Care to elaborate? Before I do, I've been informed that the records of our arrest and interrogation have been admitted as evidence. Have you listened to the sheriff's interrogation of myself? I have. So you have heard her use some choice words regarding myself. I beg your pardon? Words like savage, monster, and most importantly, the derogatory term muty. A word equivalent to zombie, an epithet used to derisively refer to ghouls. So, the sheriff offended you. Was that the motivation behind your alleged crimes? Despite the sheriff's attempt to dehumanize me using these derogatory terms, the only true insult was her own admission of wishing to perform an extrajudicial execution of myself and my co-defendants. Were it not for your late mayor, I would refuse the authority of your sheriff's department and legal system. You seem rather comfortable referring to the late mayor. Why is that? Mayor Philip was a good man. Intelligent, wise, charismatic, and open-minded. He was the first human I've met that I've considered an intellectual equal. He invited me to his office for a private, friendly conversation. A conversation recorded by accident and admitted to evidence. I am... genuinely saddened by his death. I'm sure the people of Little Drink agree with that much. However, despite your respect for the mayor, why are you facing these charges? What would prompt you to commit these crimes? The sheriff. She's arrogant, unprofessional, and prejudiced. Prejudiced? <laughs> you believe she is discriminating against you due to you being a super mutant? Yes. Why do you believe she's prejudiced against you? Much like my co-defendant explained, the sheriff had been harassing us from the moment we met, even in front of the mayor. After returning from my conversation with the mayor, I arrived in time to witness the sheriff harassing my co-defendants before turning her efforts to myself. She only backed down when I informed her that the mayor had formally welcomed us to Little Drink. Yes, the audio evidence corroborates your story. So, you would have committed your crimes in retaliation? I suppose you could describe it that way. However, it was less retaliation and more to undermine her authority. Order in the court. So, you believe that the sheriff is prejudiced against super mutants. 
exactly does it mean to be a super mutant? Objection, Your Honor. My client's status as a super mutant should have no bearing on this trial. Sustain. No. I'll answer her question. You don't have to. I want to. I want her and everyone else here to understand. You ask what it means to be a super mutant. It means that at one point in my life, I was forcibly exposed to a man-made virus against my will. This virus, if it doesn't kill you, will drastically increase your size, strength, and resistance to radiation. However, in most cases, it also drastically decreases your intelligence. The super mutant Nightkin that created me forcibly recruits these super mutants to his army and forces them to fight and die for him. Due to a brain injury, my intelligence was restored. But I am an anomaly. Most of these super mutants follow their leader without question, unable to think for themselves, and forced into a life of violent subjugation. What about you then? Who do you serve? I serve no one but myself. I was lucky. My sense of self was returned, and I was free to choose how I live. I took a gamble on a small settlement governed by Major Sterling. They welcomed me into their midst, treated me like an equal. There were some that couldn't give up their prejudice, but the vast majority of these humans and ghouls didn't care that I was a super mutant. I serve myself, but I seek to be just as much of a part of civilization as any other civilized person. My status, my condition as a super mutant should have no bearing on whether or not the laws of Little Drink, or anywhere else for that matter, apply to me. I should be tried the same as any other visitor to Little Drink. I can assure you, you will be. I have no more questions, Your Honor. Mr. Page? Atlas, can you tell me how the people of Little Drink have treated you since your arrival? I must admit that my interactions with Little Drink's residents has been limited. I've already spoken about the sheriff's open prejudice and the mayor's kindness. As for other interactions, the guard, Tammy, was pleasant enough to deal with. Guard Johansson? How so? Despite her blunt and probing questions, acknowledging the less-than-savory nature of other super-mutants, there was no malice behind Tammy's questions. She was curious and welcoming, something the rest of Little Drink's guards could use a lesson in. And have you had any interactions with any other Little Drink residents? A few, during my walk through Little Drink the night before I was arrested. And how were those interactions? I attempted to remain in the open, lest my casual walk be misconstrued as skulking about. 
I would occasionally stop and ask townspeople for directions or casual small talk as a means of gauging the average reaction to my appearance. Those I approached were fearful or openly nervous, and most others simply avoided or ignored me. How did this make you feel? I was unbothered. I expected as much. Even the people of Station Hill needed time to adjust. You mentioned this Station Hill and how the residents there came to accept you. What did you do in Station Hill, Atlas? I worked as a field correspondent interviewing people for the... <clears throat> Mr. Redner's radio show and as a consultant to the Daring Dashwoods under Major Sterling's command. So, you were a contributing member of Station Hill? I was. The defense rests, your honor. Mr. GMC, you may leave the stand. Mr. Page, there's another witness in Mr. GMC's case. I'm aware. The defense rests. All right. Ms. Miles? The prosecution calls Pat Hansen to the stand. Guard Hansen. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth during your testimony? I do. Please take a seat. Guard Hansen, what was your interaction with Mr. GMC? Mr. Redner coaxed me to get close to the cell. Mr. GMC reached through the bars, grabbed me by my collar, and pulled me into the bars, knocking me out. Does Mr. GMC's status as a supermutant have any bearing on your testimony? Beyond the fact that he's strong enough to be able to pull me hard enough into the cell's bars to blacken my eye, break one of my teeth, chip another, and to knock me out with a single motion? No, it doesn't. As the only personal victim of Mr. GMC, do you believe he should be tried as any other person should be? Yes, I do. I'm upset that he injured me, but I believe that if he were a human or a ghoul, I'd still be just as upset. We've all got our strengths and weaknesses. His strength is, well, his strength, while the stigma around super mutants is his weakness. My weakness is being too trusting of silver-tongued devils that only flirt with you in order to knock you out and break out of jail. Uh-huh. I see. I have no more questions, Your Honor. Understood. Guard Hansen, you may leave the stand. Now, I believe this is the last of the defendants. Miss Miles? Your Honor, the prosecution calls Miss Siobhan Hade to the stand. Just do as we discussed, Miss Hade, and I have confidence you'll do just fine. All right. Here I go. You've got this. Good luck. Ms. Hade, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth during your testimony? Yes, I do. Please take a seat. Ms. Hade, you are being charged with conspiracy to escape jail, escaping from jail, and interfering with a murder investigation. How do you plead? Not guilty. Noted. Ms. Miles, your witness. Thank you, Your Honor. Miss Hade. Hmm. I've 
notice that your co-defendants all pled not guilty. Yet, they all confessed to committing the crimes they've been charged with. Are you going to do the same? Me as well. Yes. I plotted with my co-defendants to escape from the jail. And when we did, I went to investigate the mayor's body. Effectively, interfering with the guard's investigation. I don't regret it. Uh Uh-huh. Seems to be a running theme today. So, what prompted you to commit these crimes? I wanted to clear my name. Mm. Our names. I wanted to prove that none of us, including myself, had anything to do with the murder. Uh Uh-huh. By breaking out of jail and tampering with a crime scene. Why? When you say it like that, it puts it into perspective how stupid Redner's plan was. But I had nothing to lose. Uh Uh-huh. Nothing to lose? Care to elaborate? The sheriff told me, in no uncertain terms, that she was going to have me executed, regardless of whether I had anything to do with the mayor's murder. She wants to execute me because... Because I'm the daughter of the Raider boss... Bloody Shannon! Order in the court. My brother is dead because of Bloody Shannon. Wire client attacked my caravan, killed my crew, and stole my security problems. Order. My wife had typo-negative blood. Surgeons took her to use as a blood bag. It's your fault my family is dead. Hang her. Hang her for what she's done. That is enough! Bailiffs, remove them from the courtroom. We are not savages, and this is not a witch hunt. We will not shed our civility for acts of revenge or mob justice. Little Drink was founded on principles of order, stability, and true justice. We will not cast those aside to punish those who have harmed us and our loved ones in the past without due process. We as a society are better than that. Thank you, bailiffs. Ms. Miles, please continue. Thank you, Your Honor. That was quite the scene. Wouldn't you agree, Miss Hayde? Hmm. If that's what you want to call it. I can't really blame them, though. Oh, why not? My mom did. Horrible things to people while she was still alive. She and everyone else under her command committed countless atrocities over the years. I'm not about to discount how badly she hurt the people of Little Drink over the years. Uh Uh-huh. I see. Tell me, while you were still living amongst Bloody Shannon and her raiders... What kind of crimes did you commit? Objection! We're not here to try Miss Hayde for her past actions. The charges at hand are all we're here for. Sustained, Miss Miles. No, 
I'll tell you what I did while part of the blood drinkers. Are you sure, Miss Hayde? I am. All right, then. Proceed. As far as raiding goes, I only ever went on one raid. I failed to kill anybody. I couldn't calm my nerves and missed every shot I fired. When I went back to the vault, I begged my mom to not send me on any more raids. I didn't want to kill anybody. She was disappointed. But she agreed not to send me out again. She kept me inside to deal with other responsibilities. Mm-hmm. What were these responsibilities? Objection! What's the relevance, Your Honor? Overruled. However, Miss Miles, I suggest you make your point quickly. Please continue, Miss Hayde. I was a medic. We had an infirmary where I tended to the injured, treating wounds and diseases. I also developed a method to treat and cure chem addictions. More than once, I even served as a midwife. Helping to deliver babies. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Miss Hayde, have you ever killed anybody? Yes, but only in self-defense. Miss Hayde, are you aware that lying while under oath is a crime? I'm not lying, but I don't expect anyone here to believe me. Uh Uh-huh. You're telling me that you were born to the leader of a clan of raiders, known for being violent cannibals, and you only killed in (laughs) self-defense? Surely you can understand why I find that hard to believe. My mom was the leader of the blood drinkers. Yes. And that afforded me some privileges. I didn't want to go on raids. And she allowed it. I didn't want to participate in cannibalism. And she allowed it. There were times I thought she was disappointed in me for not living like she did. But she never said anything about it. Uh Uh-huh. I see. Your Honor, the prosecution rests. Miss Hayde, you've already established that you're the daughter of Bloody Shannon. So, what are you doing here in Little Drink? Somebody infiltrated the vault. An ally of Major Sterling. He was trying to break Sterling out and kill the leadership of the Raider clans. That sounds like a daunting, nigh unbelievable task. Your Honor, may I ask Major Sterling about the validity of this claim? I'll allow it. Major? It's true. His name is Henry Houndstooth, former second-in-command of the Darren Dashwood Mercenary Company. He's responsible for orchestrating the destruction of over 30 clans east of Michigan. Major, where is Mr. Houndstooth? We separated back in Fairbank. He went back to finish what he started in Bloody Shannon's vault. So... An infiltrator managed to get in with the intent to kill off the raider bosses. That doesn't explain why you're here. 
My mom was dying. She faked my death so I could disguise myself as her and maintain order while she was unable to hide her symptoms. One day, my mom and I were arguing about this when Houndstooth showed up. He had us dead to rights and could have killed us both then and there. But instead, he cut a deal with my mom. What was the nature of this deal? He'd get me out if my mom cooperated with his plan. She agreed. Sterling had been bought by the Wire Clan as a slave. And the rest of my co-defendants had been captured and were going to be put to death for killing one of the blood drinker officers. Houndstooth worked with my mom and I to make sure all of our current group got out. I can understand your co-defendants wanting to leave, but what about you? Surely your mother being one of, if not the, most feared raider bosses in the Red Wastes afforded you enough privilege to live relatively comfortably. Why abandon that? I was afraid. Growing up, I'd seen what the blood drinkers, the wire clan, and the surgeons did to other people, including their own. I knew the only thing keeping me separated from what they did to people was my mom's authority. One day, my mom was going to die. Someone would see through my disguise. And there would be no one to stop what they may have done to me. My mom knew it too. Uh, mm. And that's why she agreed to go along with Houndstooth's plan. Oh, God. Mom. Miss Hade, what did you intend to do once you escaped? I don't know. But I'd rather take my chances out here than back there. Especially now that my mom is dead. And the clans have turned on each other. Would you ever consider raiding to make a living? Ugh. Mm. God, no. I, I couldn't do it. I can't kill someone who wasn't already trying to kill me. I, I don't want to hurt anybody if I can help it. I have no more questions, Your Honor. Miss Hade, you may leave the stand. The defense calls Sheriff Myers to the stand. Sheriff Myers, I only have one question for you. Did you threaten to have Miss Hade executed extrajudicially? I... an execution was... discussed. Sheriff... Might I remind you that lying on the stand is perjury? Yes. Yes, I did. After everything that Bloody Shannon has done to Little Drink, and with her being a suspect in the murder of the mayor, I assumed that a trial would result in Miss Hade being put to death. 
According to our evidence, you said nothing about a trial during your interrogation with Miss Hade. I may have overstepped. Yes, perhaps you did. The defense rests, Your Honor. All right. I believe the jury has everything they need. We will have a short recess while the jury deliberates and return here once they've reached a verdict. Court dismissed. Well done up there, Miss Hade. I'm sure that was incredibly difficult. <laughs> Just... <sighs> Could I get some water? Here. Good work, Shoban. <sighs> Thanks, Johnny. Now that we've got your testimonies out of the way, we just have to wait for the jury. I'm not going to mince words here. I think they're going to find you all guilty. What? I thought the point of all this pomp and circumstance you've put us through was to ensure that we were declared innocent. Nah, Atlas. It isn't about the verdict. It's about the punishment. They pretty much got an axe and a whip in front of them. It's up to the judge to decide which one we get hit with. The waiting is the worst part, Mr. Page. What kind of punishments have been given in Little Drink? Well, jail time, community service, and fines tend to be the most common forms of punishment. For more extreme cases, Little Drink has exiled criminals upon threat of death. Though there's also been some executions. What matters is that what the judge decides is appropriate. Oh, we've got the chance. We could try and make a run for it. Mm-mm. No. That's a good way to get a bullet in our backs. I'm not running, Crispy. Neither will I. Nor will I. Though I refuse to be executed. <laughs> got myself wrapped up with some goody-two-shoes for sure. Wouldn't have it any other way. Well, if you guys aren't running, I won't either. The jury is back. You're all needed back in the courtroom. Time to face the music, everybody. Let's do this. Wasteland Active Radio is created... Written and produced by Z. Hagen and Jay Wilson. Brought to you by the record button. The roles of Crispy, Judge Carlson, and Little Drink residents are played by Mr. Wilson. The roles of Atlas, Sterling, and guard Pat Hansen are played by Mr. Hagen. The roles of Johnny and the court bailiff are played by B. Seawick. And the role of Shoban is played by B. Egastone. Special thanks to our guests this week, A. Wilson as Sheriff Rita and Little Drink Residents, H. Wilson as a Little Drink Resident, Seth McDuffie as Miles Page, and Amanda Wellhouse as Page Miles. Wasteland Active Radio is set in the Fallout video game universe owned by ZeniMax Media and Bethesda Softworks. No copyright infringement is intended. Please support the official release. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your continued support. <laughs>